All right. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Guys Who Talk About Sports. Uh, this is Joe. With me today is Zach and Brent. Matt is not here this week, but we've got Jesse Wood in the house, and we're going to be rifling through our picks. Going to meet him towards the end uh, to give kind of a real quick, you know, a little interview question and answer, something like that. Um, but we are recording today on Veterans Day, so I just want to give a quick shout out to all the veterans that may or may not be listening to this. Uh, we appreciate your service. This is the Guys Who Talk About Sports, brought to you on all platforms by Anchor. All right. uh, Welcome back to another episode of Guys Who Talk About Sports. So um, let's get rolling with uh, our records from last week. Um, Unfortunately, I rounded out. Actually, I was not at the bottom, but. We do have a new winner. Actually, Matt won with 12 and 2, uh, which was just incredible. Um, Brent comes in second with a 10 and 4 record. I come in third with a 5 and 9. Sorry, 9 and 5. And Zach has an 8 and 6 record rounding out the bottom. Brent, Brent, do you have any trash that you would like to talk? Uh, bottom of the barrel two weeks in a row, Zach. What do you got to say about that? Oh, nothing, I guess. Um, guys, what about the Giants? That one was huge. Everyone's giving me flack for that. What, what I, had I had to say about the Redskins and their quarterbacks, man. Not the Redskins, the Washington football team, excuse me. But yeah, we're, we're politically correct on this show. I know a thing or two. I know a thing or two about a thing or two, Zach. Take your sunglasses off, dude. You got to. <laughs> you know, I know a thing or two about a thing about two. Okay, if Kyle Allen doesn't get hurt, they're winning that game. I don't have to tell you, man. Look, Jabril Peppers leg whipped him and he dislocates his ankle. Like, what do you what do you want the Washington football team to do? We have Alex Smith, a handicapped quarterback, going out there. He put up over two hundred yards in the second half. Hey, look, I'm not saying he's the best quarterback, okay? But if Kyle Allen was there, that game was going to be close, dude. What I got game was still close. I don't know oh, about that. Played bad. Yeah, bad. Kyle, he he was not good. I. Um, Alex Smith opened up the offense. I mean, we actually got big plays down the field. He is not the solution, and I'm not going to get. We'll get into this when we talk well, about. Yeah, you know what? Team. Let's. Brent, do you have any more trash you'd like to talk? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the floor because I think you deserve it this week. Well, I just want to take a second because everybody knows how I feel about the Flackers, right? I just want to take a second to make it abundantly clear that it, I have nothing against Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Aaron Rodgers is amazing. I have a problem with the Flackers organization and their inability to build around him and how they've just wasted him through his prime. Do you think that has anything to do with the fact that it's a team among the people, quote unquote? Like uh, They have the best wide receiver in the game. So. Um, and what else? I mean, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Jones, Jones isn't bad. Solid got line. a pretty good offensive line. And they're soft. Brent also I gave just, them a head coach to do whatever they needed. They're soft. I mean, but they lost That's to the Vikings. Playbook. They got their 
Well, Dalvin stuff Cook push. back. Don't don't stuff. discredit that Viking team. I'm going to discredit them besides Dalvin Cook. You guys all know how I feel about Dalvin Cook. Brent, I want you to keep the same energy when we pick the Packers game because I'm assuming that you're going to take the Jaguars. Am I right? The one and seven Jaguars without Gardner. Give me the Luton. Give me the Luton. Yeah. Oh, I forgot I said, I forgot I said they wouldn't be a 12 and four and then lose in the playoffs. Um, so um, with this being said, I, I will come back to the records. I'm sorry, I'm going to circle back. We're getting a little off, off track here. Um, but Joe has a 49 and 21 record overall. Uh, I'm sitting in second with a 44 and 26. Brent is a 42 and 28. And Matt is 12 and 2, which was nice. But, you know, even my down weeks, even my down weeks are pretty good. So, um, Brent, that, um, we're, we're, we're in the long haul here, buddy. You know, enjoy this week. It's, it's going to be few and far between. All right, so let's get moving on to Thursday night football. We've got the Colts playing in Tennessee. The Colts are five and three. The Titans are six and two. The Titans are favored under under two. Uh, Brent, let's hear your first pick. I'm going with the Colts. I've said it before. They have the best defense in football. Uh, the Titans not only have Lawan out, they lost another lineman this week. So I think they're hurting. I think. The Colts are going to be able to shut down Henry, and it's going to be all – everything's going to be put on Tannehill to make a play, and I don't think he's going to be able to do it. A.J. Brown has been having an excellent year too. Oh, yeah, he's incredible. Jesse, you oh, got a pick Colts. for us? Yeah, um, game could go either way. Thursday night in division, so random. Um, give me the Titans, though. Zach? You know, I, I've been scratching my head about this pick. Um, especially the way, I mean, the Colts didn't, the Colts played pretty well against the Ravens last week. I don't know if that's the Ravens or not that good, but besides the point, their defense is legit. Um, and I think that could be a problem for this Tennessee offense. That being said, I'm going to take the Titans. Um, I don't think Phillip Rivers has what it takes to uh, pretty much take this team to beat really any, win any big game. Uh, I don't see it happening. I think he's uh, slow, and I think um, Mike Vrabel is going to outcoach uh, Frank Wright, so. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be taking the Titans as well. Brent, do you have something to say? Oh, I was just saying that was a real good point about Rivers. I mean, he he, he needs to retire at this point. I'm not going to go on another tangent about it, but Philip, I know you're a listener with you and all your kids. Say hello to the say hello to the fellas for me, but time to hang it up, buddy. Go go coach high school football somewhere, you know. All right, let's keep moving. Uh, we've got the Texans, who are two and six, going into Cleveland, and the Browns are five and three. The Browns are favored under three and a half. Uh, Zach, let's hear your pick. You know, I've been saying it for a while. The Browns are really not a great team. Um, the record they've got—I know they have. I think they have a five and three record. Um, but uh, I, I, just, I don't like them. I, I don't think. Baker Mayfield's very good at all. I think um, Deshaun Watson uh, is actually playing pretty well on, um, under their new head coach there, and I, I think that he's just letting them have it. And I, I think they got nothing to lose, so I think they go into uh, a, a Cleveland team who really needs to keep winning to keep their playoffs hopes alive. I know that the playoff field expanded, but um, this is a big game for Cleveland. But I, I really think that the Texans go on the road and win it. Okay, Jesse, who do you got? Just pulled up the weather report. It's going to be sloppy. 80% rain, uh, 24 mile per hour winds. So I'm picking the better run game. 
Kareem Hunt. Um, it looks like Chubb's going to come back. So I'm going to go with the Browns. Are you telling me that David Johnson isn't considered the better run option? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I agree. Believe it or that. not, believe it or not, he isn't. That's crazy. Brent, Shocking. Brent, who do you got? So I actually agree with Jesse. Um, the weather report adds to my argument too, but I love Deshaun Watson, but their defense sucks. Their defense, they have a lot of glaring holes. You know, J.J. Watt is pretty much it. And they can't rely on Deshaun week after week to, you know, produce magic, which he does. But I think the Browns get it going. I think they have a strong run game and um, they bounce back after, what is it, two, two or three losses in a row. I think the Browns win. Yeah, I'm uh, taking the Browns as well. Um, I think that, uh, you, you know, the Texans played okay against the Jaguars. So that's not really saying much. Um, and the Browns are coming off a of bye week, I believe. So, uh, you know, that is uh, that's that's a good thing to it's a good thing to come back from. And so, hopefully, hopefully the Browns pull this one out because you know I really need this one. All right, we've got the Washington football team, who are two and six going into Detroit, and the Lions are three and five. Uh, Lions are favored at under four. Brent, let's hear what you got. Um, I'm going with the Lions this week. I don't know how Stafford ended up playing in that game, but um, Swift Swift has looked real good recently. I think he's emerging as uh, their number one back, clearly. And Washington, um, I don't think they got it, man. I was saying it last week. You guys thought I was – you guys looked at me like I was crazy last week when I was saying – when I was saying everything about the quarterbacks and how they should pull the reins back on Trevor, because now they got a legitimate chance. You saw what the Jets did. I'm going Detroit. All right. Jesse, who do you got? Another toss-up type. Um, I'm think it's, I think it's bulletin board material, um, how the football team cut Adrian Peterson. I think they're going to rally around that just to get them through that game. I got the line. All right, Zach. Yeah, as much as I don't want to say I'm going to take the Lions, um, I think Matt Stafford's going to go in and beat this team up. Um, but I, my problem is with the Washington football team is that they draft a quarterback in the first round you know, two years ago, sit him basically the entire first season, play him four games. You're like, oh, okay, like he's all right. Like, we'll have him start the next season. Play him another four games, and yet you've given him a total of eight total NFL games, one preseason, didn't even have a preseason, Two offensive, uh, there were three head coaches basically if you count the interim, and two offensive coordinators. So look, if you're trying to tell me that the ship has sailed on Dwayne and Washington, you're probably right, and probably is time. But look, if now's the time to start them, you got to see what you have. It's either now or never. At least activate Alex Smith. At least activate. Right, he's like backing up. Up. He's backing it, it, it up. Pains Alex Smith me. up this weekend. Uh, he has to now, right? Because why? Why is he a backup? Like, oh. Like I get it that he's trying, like uh, Ron's trying to set the precedent of culture, and that you know you have to put in the work to you know play, and I get that he wasn't putting the work and he had, was starting and they were losing, <laughs> but like man, shit, that's what start him. <laughs> I think they're trying to keep his trade value up too because if you let him play and he tanks, I mean nobody wants him now. Imagine afterwards, you could probably get like a fifth rounder for him now. But, I imagine his trade value at the trade deadline was minus. Oh, Jesse, don't look at me like that. Come on. Yeah, I don't know about five. I don't know, dude. I, oh, I barely think saying, there's a... Like, dealing him for a fifth rounder, that, that'd be so bitter. 
Like it's, that, it, that oh, would be exactly. Guy. And that's yeah. like, and I think five's high. Well, I mean, that, that's what happens when you're taking selfies instead of uh, taking the victory knee. Anyway, well, I'm going to take Detroit. So that's my rant. Brent, that happened over a year ago. <laughs> it, tell me, th- tell me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm actually taking Washington, not because I'm just a, uh, I'm not a, this, it's not just because I'm a hopeless fan. Um, I really liked Antonio Gibson's play last week. Um, he, he's such a weapon that it causes a lot of mismatch, you know, opportunities. Um, and Terry McLaurin is just an absolute animal. So if whoever is playing quarterback, as long as they get him the ball, that's huge. If Alex Smith is behind the center this week, he knows that he can get the ball to Terry McLaurin and it's going to be a big play. And Cam Sims, you know, he balled out last week. He had a lot of yards, a couple catches. I mean, it was, it was very, very impressive. I think against the giants. Okay. That's fair. But this is also the lions. So fair, not, not a big, not a big jump in defensive ability. So um, I'm taking Washington as a, as a hopeful fan, but also, I mean, I like some of the mismatches. Um, like the the Detroit Lions' biggest strength is their run game with De'Aaron, with Swift. Um, I th- at least I think from what I've seen. And um, you say that with, it's with Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay's week to week. That's why. I mean, T.J. Hawkinson's actually had a pretty good season as as well. Matt but. Stafford's always always a threat. Well, he's always a threat within two minutes. I said it last <laughs> week. If if NFL games were two minutes long. Matt Stafford would be the greatest quarterback of all time. He also but he's just but had it's the not, best wide receiver. It's not. There, there are history. four quarters. What? He also had the best wide receiver in NFL history. Megatron. Right. And did they make did they win a playoff game? Did they make it to the playoffs? Yes. They did. They did. Okay. I don't they think did. they won. I don't no, think they, they won didn't a game. win one. Yeah. All right. Um, let's keep moving here. We've got the Buccaneers who are six and three at the Panthers, who are a good three and six uh the buccaneers are favorited under five if my uh if my preface here has any indication of who i'm picking um i'm just going to come out and say i'm going with the panthers um the buccaneers that was embarrassing and the panthers played the chiefs very very well last week so um i i've never seen tom brady lose like that and I and I hope that he does it again because I think the Panthers are gonna come are gonna kick their ass. Um, but let's hear what you guys got to say, Zach. Who do you got? So um, I I hate to rain on your parade, but I'm reading the headline right here six hours ago. Uh, Panthers Christian McCaffrey not expected to play Week Ten uh, versus Buccaneers due to a shoulder injury. So well, you know um, what? It's a good that thing. right there it's is a good thing that I do pick. my homework because I've got that right here. Right here, well, Joe, you know what I have to tell you? If you what can't hear me tapping on the notebook. was electric with him. Yeah, they, that they offense was electric were. with him. Okay. Okay, and you take him out, Joe. It's very pedestrian. I'm not saying it's bad with Robbie Anderson and Mike Davis. They have some things going, but that is an elite player that you are removing from week – from that you were playing the Chiefs, whose defense is eh, okay. And and you're going to play a Bucks defense that's a hell of a lot better. That's a super I'm telling winning you that defense. They're, they're going to come out – yeah, they're gonna the Bucks. You're you're saying right? No, look, I'm telling no, you, the Bucks no, have no, good defense. Chiefs. All right, let's keep moving, Zach. Who do you okay, got? Look, look, all right, 
the Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks. I think that defense goes in there and makes Teddy throw a couple interceptions, and they're going to put a lot of pressure on. I think Tom manages the game. I think they score enough points to win. So. All right, Jesse, who do you got? Yeah, um, I couldn't even watch that whole Bucks Saints game. It was just awful. Just, just write it off. Um, I think Tom Brady's pissed. He doesn't really lose twice in a row. Uh, they got to stop. This is going to sound weird, but they they got to stop spreading the ball around and having everyone get their touches. Peg it to Mike Evans. Throw it up to Mike Evans. He's the best one in the room. Um, expect him to get heavy touches. Bucks win. Brent. So I'm also gonna I'm also gonna go with the Bucks this week. I think people are reading reading into it a little too much. I know they got blown out by the Saints. I was expecting them to win because I didn't think Brady would lose to the Saints twice in um, one season. But people also gotta people gotta remember, you know, Brady Brady doesn't have Belichick anymore, and Belichick doesn't have Brady anymore. You know, this was a this is a divorce to say, you know. So Brady, well, he's gonna come and be prepared every single week, and you know. Be ready to go his whole team might always not always be ready to go and he's got to get used to that he's got to get used to maybe having two down weeks in a row and you know being able to bounce back but i still think he does i i still think they're still trying to figure out you know when you keep adding pieces week after week after week you still got to figure out how to get all these working pieces you know intertwined to be positive so they're still trying to figure out brown but i mean i'm going bucks i think they have a good bounce back week all right yeah i mean to that point, Brent, about the, you know, figuring out how certain players fit in systems. You don't really need much of a system when you've got Mike Evans, who is arguably one of the best wide receivers in the game. You know, I think, Jesse, I think that you're right on the money with that. You got you to gotta get the ball to your best playmaker. So, um, all right, so let's keep moving here. Brent, you've got the Packers, or sorry, the Jaguars. Um, so we've got the... Uh, one and seven Jaguars going into Green Bay, who are six and two. Packers are favorited under 13 and a half. Uh, let's not hear from Brent. He's got the Jaguars. No, 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 um, no, no, no. You're, you're not, you're not going to talk shit about my fucking record and then go just making picks for me. Okay. All right. Let's hear it, Brent. We all know the Flackers are going to win. Okay. Okay. I got one thing to say. I'm not going to go into a huge tangent. I just want to say, you know, these defensive coordinators week after week, are they not watching Devontae Adams? Do, do they not they know that? You just can't stop him. You can watch not, all you want. Do they not know that you got to double this man? Like, why don't you double him every single play? If Triple you know him. if you know a dog is vicious we'll and you stop. keep trying to pet him and you keep trying to pet him, he's going to keep biting you. But I don't know. I mean, that's why they pay me the big bucks. You know, this deep analysis. <laughs> that's, right an, that's an amazing analogy. Great job. Uh, Jesse, let's hear what you got. So you're taking like the that. Packers, Brent. I'm taking the Flackers. Okay. All right. So the Green Bay Packers. All right. right. I'm a, I'm, I wouldn't bet the line on the Packers, but I do think they're going to win. Um, shout out, shout out, uh, Luton though. I'm rocking the Oregon state in support. Uh, Luton came out of nowhere and started balling. He's like, uh, the Daniel Jones. If Daniel Jones didn't know the Manning family, um, very impressive. Probably going to end up with a job somewhere else, but you know, just give me the Packers. All right, Zach. Uh, not a whole lot to say here. Um, I'm a cheesehead. Um, I think the Packers are going to go and uh, run away with this one. Um, I don't think the Jaguars 
or be able to do much. I think Devontae Adams, once again, has a huge week because why would Aaron Rodgers stop throwing him the ball when he can put it on a dime? He can get a yard of separation. That's all he needs. Half yard. That's all he needs. It's insane. His routes are so crisp. Um, if they would ever actually, like, give him anybody else besides, I mean, they have a decent run game, but, like, man. They could if they didn't draft a first round quarterback. Imagine if they had like another like first round wide receiver, like mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, or like oh only man. Some, if only somebody touched into this earlier, you know, yeah, the organization and you know, team among the people. But God, if only somebody could see this. If only, but still, but the unfortunately, Packers. we can't. Yeah. Zach, you're but taking I still the think they're going to beat the Jaguars. Yes. All right. Well, um, my pick may surprise some of you guys. I'm going with the Packers. Uh, it's they they basically had a bye week last week against the 49ers. Um, it was it was uh, it was pretty bad. So Packers got Packers got this one no problem. All right, so let's keep moving here. We've got the Eagles flying in with a three and four and one record going into MetLife against the Giants, who are two and seven. Jesse, I've heard that you're an Eagles fan. Is that right? That's correct. All right, you got the first pick. That's correct. Uh, my mind is telling me Giants, but my heart is telling me Eagles. So let's go with the Eagles. All right, uh, Jesse. Actually, I got a few. I got a quick question. What do you think about the quarterback situation over there in Philadelphia? What do you think we should do with Carson? What do you think we should do with? Um, I think you know Carson's definitely having a bad year. Um, but you, you shouldn't be fired for it. Um, he's still our guy. And, uh, yeah, with the Jalen Hurts, uh, missing the preseason really hurt his development because we could have tested him out at all different places doing different stuff. But now it's like they're running these, um, you know, tricky, you know, throwback, backwards pass plays. And, you know, they're very cute, but it's just a gain of three yards. And then he trots off the field. So, I don't know what to do with him if he's a true quarterback or if we just tell him to keep squatting and get in the, get in the eye and just be a running back. Cause I think he could run some people over too. So do you think but, that uh, the Eagles could do like a Taysom Hill, Drew Brees type thing? I think that was the plan. That's why I did like the pick. I thought, I thought it was interesting. Um, Cause yeah, I can definitely, that's what they were trying to do, but Doug Peterson's a good coach, but he's no Sean Payton and Jalen Hurts is a good athlete but he's no Taysom Hill. So it seems like we just kind of have a knockoff brand going right now. And I feel like it's being forced. So I think we should just focus on just Carson Wentz and developing him and everyone around him. Cause right now he's still trying to do too much and we mm-hmm. have some sneaky talent on the field that he can rely on. Yeah. It's definitely my biggest criticism for the Eagles is just that Carson Wentz just tries to do too much. And I mean, that's more mm-hmm. on, you know, the offensive line, you know, having such difficulty. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's injury. Right. That's what I mean. I mean, it's injuries. All right. So Zach, let's hear what you got on your pick here. Uh, so actually this was a real tough pick for me too. Um, I guess it's going to be a real game regardless. Um, it's the NFC least. They always like having close games. So I think, uh, the Eagles win, but, um, it's going to be close. Daniel Jones is probably going to force a couple picks and same thing with Wentz. And I think uh, defense and special teams uh, makes a difference here. So, All right, Brent. 
I'm going with the Eagles this week too. Um, I, I thought about picking the Giants. They have looked good the past couple of weeks, but the Eagles are getting Miles Sanders back. And Joe, to your point about Carson Wentz doing too much and it, it being his fault, is it his fault that his team? I'm has not been saying dead? it's his fault. I'm not saying well, it's me, his let, fault. Let, let, let me finish. Let me finish. Is it his? It, okay. It's not his fault that his team has been decimated down to a JV squad two years in a row, you know, to where he's throwing a Travis Fulgham. Nobody even knew. Who, where did Travis Fulgham go to college? Can you tell me? Old Dominion. Oh, well, there you go, Jesse. Boom. Anyways, <laughs> that, that's, that's the Eagles fan in you, but. It's not Carson's fault. What, what is he supposed to do? Not try? Carson's great. And Carson last year single-handedly got them to the playoffs, you know? Like, if he was sitting there not doing his best, he'd begin, he, he would get shit either way. So, I think Carson's your guy. I think Philly's a tough place to please. And he won. He didn't win. Nick Foles won you the Super Bowl, but he was a part of it. So, give him some credit. Give him some slack. You know, let the line get better. Jason Peters finally got back. And Sanders is back. So, I'm going, I'm going Philly this week. Yeah, that was an right. MVP caliber 13 games Carson Wentz played before he got hurt. And then Nick Foles is obviously the legend, of course. He should be. But man was balling. Well, we'll talk about leg. Nick Foles later because uh, that's, that's that has a lot to do with my pick for Monday night. But, Brent, it's as if you were barely listening to our conversation. I'm not saying that Carson Wentz is a bad quarterback at all. I actually think that he's very good. I just think that his offensive line – and, you know, when we listen to this later on, uh, you'll hear that uh, I was saying that the offensive line is having a lot of trouble. And well, I you think said he was trying too hard. How, like he is. He, he no, is. I said doing too much. He's I mean, doing too much. Okay. He's doing too I much. Mean like saying that about trying Daniel Jones. to throw the ball into coverage when he he's trying to make plays of outside of the offensive scheme. I believe you. You can't go punt, 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 punt. He's trying to make something happen. You know, Daniel Jones. Him doing too much. He's making mistakes because he's young. You know, he's a second year guy. He's he's not quite figured it all out yet. Carson Wentz, like Jesse was saying, was in the MVP race. 13, 13 game run was unbelievable. Carson knows what he's doing. Have you, now, have you watched, have you I, watched I know, him play? I, have I know, you watched I, him play? Have I, you seen know, how many sacks he's taken? I think he's the most sacked quarterback in and, the league. And, and the, it's not just the because of field throw was pretty bad a couple weeks right. ago too. Dude. Oh my like, God. You, Brent, you know exactly what you're talking about just then. The across <laughs> the field throw, the, like the, the Tim Tebow jump pass. I mean, that was horrible. That was that was pretty ugly. That was. I like, remember Aikman chimed in. He was like, "For all you young quarterbacks right. out there, never, ever." Jesse Wood like, never would have done that. No, no Jesse no, Wood would never do that. He wouldn't even touch that with a five foot pole. All right, no, so let's keep moving here. Um, I think we're going Eagles all across. I didn't give my pick, but um, we're going Eagles here. Uh, I was really considering the Giants, um, but I just don't think that they'll. I think that it's going to be an all around game, Zach. I think you were kind of onto something there with uh, the special teams playing a role. So taking the Eagles here. So let's keep moving on to the Buffalo Bills, who are 7-2, and two, are going into Arizona to play the Cardinals, who are 5-3. and three. The Cardinals are favorited under two, which I think is – I'm not sure about that. But we'll, uh, we'll start with Zach. What's your pick? Well, I, you know, this is another head-scratcher. When you look at the, the Week 10 matchups, you see this one, you're like, shit, I, I wish one wasn't here because I, I have no no clue who to pick. Um, Easy pick. I mean, the Bills – the bill. I mean, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me get started here. The Bills came out and surprised me last week, okay? But little did I know oh, that man. Josh Allen's grandmother, grandmother passed away, and I should have – if had I known that, Brent, you're very right. 
probably would have picked him because he's an I mean emotional player. He played even better. So look, Cardinals. I'm still a believer in Kyler Murray. I still think they're the truth. But I, I mean, I'm gonna take the Bills. I'm gonna take the Bills, and that's I'm not gonna say anything more. All right, Jesse, who do you got? Um, the Bills looked very impressive um, in their game plan for Russell Wilson, and now they're traveling across the country, but they'll be playing Russell Wilson Jr. in Kyler Murray, who I love. I mean, just been balling above my expectations. But give me the Bills. They're just going to roll over the game plan. Yeah. Brent, who do you got? Well, first, I just want to say from the bottom of the guys who talk about sports podcast, from the bottom of our hearts, Josh Allen, our fan, our hearts are with you with uh, the loss of your grandmother. Um, our prayers are with you, and we hope you get better. Um, that being said, you know, Zach, you touched on it a little bit. When players, you know, Brett Favre, people like like along those lines, you know, when you play after you have a huge loss with, with someone you really, really love, you know, you come out and it's almost like like you're you're playing like an out-of-body experience, you know. So like he I I'm really happy that you know they came out and played well. And I'm really happy for Josh Allen, but I think the Bills are phonies, you know. They they didn't play well against the Pats. They didn't play well against the Jets. And I think that Arizona is going to win this week. I think they bounce back. If if Cliff Kingsbury can actually call a game aggressively and let Kyler Murray do his thing, um, I think they win this game. All right. Wow. That was a uh, that was a bold pick in my opinion. But hey, you go ahead and just give me a plastic table and a winter coat because you best believe I am pulling for Bills Mafia, baby. Um, Boo! <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the, the Bills are legit. Um, the, uh, the, defense is, the defense is solid. Um, Josh Allen is spreading the ball around, making plays. Uh, I, I don't think that it was a fluke last week. You know, everyone's saying, you know, I know that it's, it's, it's got to be tough to, you know, lose your grandmother and then go out and play, but think about how many stories you hear about that. It's really, 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 really hard to do. You know, we only hear about like uh, Isaiah Thomas doing it after his sister passed away, Levante David, Brett Favre. So I, off the top of my head, I can think of like three players who have done that kind of performance after someone close to them dies. So what I'm saying Chris is- Chris Paul did it in high school. Chris Paul okay. died in high school after his grandfather died. Okay, great. But think about all the many players who have played in the NFL and the NBA and the NHL and uh, the MLB. Think about all those many times that probably somebody close has passed away. So I, I don't think it's a fluke. I think that you get the Chris Paul types. You get the Brett Favre types. You get the Isaiah Thomas that year type. They just ball out. So – I mean, I think that Josh Allen is better than you're giving him credit for. And I think that he continues with that success down in the Southwest. And he, so, uh, so you, so you think the Seahawks defense is legit. So not that's at what all. you're saying. No, I never okay, said that once. So, so, so you're like, it was the perfect combination of Josh Allen being ready to play and them playing against statistically the worst defense in the NFL. Possibly Congratulations, ever, Jamal Adams. Congratulations, Jamal Adams. Brad, let's let Brad, let's hold on to that energy. So better. Let's hold on to that because I do want to hear your thoughts on that when we get to the Seahawks game. Let's hold on to that. I, I know, defense. I know, you're, I know you're on a roll right now, but let's let's keep moving here. 
And when we get to the Seahawks, I want to hear your thoughts on Jamal Adams because I know that they are spicy. All right, so we've got the Denver Broncos who are three and five going into Las Vegas. The Raiders are five and three. The Raiders are favorited under five. Brent, let's hear what you got. I've been going back and forth on this one um, because the Broncos have been trending upwards. The problem is they do a lot of their, they make a lot of their plays in garbage time when it doesn't count. Like they got blown out in the beginning of last week. And then, you know, Drew Locke played well in the second half. So I'm not going to read too much into that. Um, the Raiders haven't been playing that well. Josh Jacobs, I've been saying it all along. He needs a power back to compliment him. If he did, you know, he's too touchdown reliant right now. But um, Derek Carr has been trending upwards and I'm going Raiders. All right. Jesse, who you got? Oh, man. Um I can see this going either way, um, you know, in division matchup, um, something just doesn't smell right here. Give me the Broncos. Ooh, all right, all right, Zach. Who do we got? You know what? The, you know, it doesn't smell right. Is that pick? I mean, hey, we're hey. firm believers hey. in Raiders in this podcast. I have to say, yeah, that's true. We're Raiders. Sorry, man. We are the guys who talk about Raiders. We are here. Raiders. Well, what we really are is Gruden grinders. Touchdown <laughs> Raiders. I do love it. I, I just win, baby. But just win, uh-huh. baby. But yeah, no, I think I think that uh, the Raiders come out and win. Uh, the Broncos really let me down last week, and I'm pretty still upset about that. They didn't beat the freaking Falcons. Okay, look, how do you not beat the Falcons? Um, well, just like so, uh, the yeah, there's no play. way that they're going to beat the Raiders. Yo, Al Davis is. Son. That's exactly right. What what is that hair, bro? Yeah, it's like terrifying. I don't even know. Handsome, Mark Davis, bro. Like <laughs> the two pair. Talk about a man who just is dripping in swag. Stripping that cash. Um, he's, he right. could be our Patreon member. Oh, will we? We know that he's a Patreon member. Actually, thank you so much, Mister Davis, um, for being a Patreon Touchdown member. Raiders. Yep. As you know, we're the guys who talk about the Raiders here and the Gruden Grinders. Um, all right, so let's keep. Oh, I'm, I gotta make my pick. Uh, I'm picking the Raiders here. Um, my Gruden grinders, yeah, definitely going the Gruden grinders here. Um, I, uh, I don't know, I, I just, I, Zach, I'm with you on this. I'm, I'm kind of pissed off the Broncos, to be honest. So, uh, you know what, this is Funny. as good a time as any. Um, so Zach and I lost the, uh, the bet last week when we picked the Broncos over the Seahawks. The wager, baby. The wager. Um, Falcons. The Falcons. It was over the Falcons. And you know what? Why don't we just get this out of the way? So if I if I understand this correctly, Brent, are we supposed to be begging Jordan Reed to retire? Or what's what's going on? Not exactly retire because, you know, every man is free to make his own decisions. But I, I'm not sure Jordan Reed is exactly aware of the CTE stats or, you know, the dangers of repeat, con- like re- multiple concussions in the NFL. Because why is he still playing? Can, can somebody answer me this question? Like, yeah. It's, so- it's 
So, yeah, I, I can start off right now. Uh, Jordan Reed, uh, I will say, um, just hang up the cleats, man. It's, it's time. Uh, you had a good little run here in Washington, and I will say, I saw you get lit up across the middle once too many. Okay, I don't know if it's because we, you know, had some shitty quarterbacks during your crossing routes, but, man, you got your head taken off like a bajillion times, and it was even – one of them was in a preseason game. I don't even get, don't even get started about that. I can't believe that you got a freaking concussion – during that like that is absurd so please jordan if you can just just hang them up man it, it, it's time jordan Get there's some... a there's a documentary about a florida tight end who had too many concussions and uh he um he's not with us anymore but i don't want to see you end up in a similar way so jordan from the guys who talk about sports and CTE podcast, I would love for you to hang up the cleats. All right. And for another fun fact, I just want to say, awesome although, guys. although you are worried about, um, you know, CTE just for Jordan Reed, uh, 99% of players of uh, players tested positive for CTE and 88% of the CFL players. So hmm. those are What's numbers. Not to, right? Those are numbers <laughs> not to, uh, not to blink it's the bigger, out. it's a larger uh, end zone. It's got to be. It's a lot to think about, Jordan. It's a lot they to think more. about. They talk more up there. We know you're a listener of the podcast, Jordan, so think about it. Just, Just get All right. Let's, let's, let's keep moving here. We've got the Chargers, who are 2-6, and six, going into Miami. The Dolphins are 5-3. and three. The Dolphins are favorited under 2.5. Zach, who do you got? Man. I got the Dolphins. I once again that defense is really good, and I I think that they're really gonna make Justin Herbert find another way to lose yet again. I think Brent will come up with the statistic of how many games they've lost. Like I think it was like um, single digit games. It's a great stat. He'll say it when he talks. But um, yeah, it's ridiculous. They can't win any games, and I, Justin Herbert's great, but they're okay with losing. So I it's it's weird. It's yeah. weird. Um, Jesse, oh, so I'm, I'm sorry. Dolphins. Okay, Dolphins. Uh, Brent, do you want to do you want someone to say something? Okay, so the the stat Zach was referring to it's updated now. The Chargers have lost 32 one possession games since 2015, the most in the NFL, and this is only since 2015. Um, I'm done choose. I'm done picking against the Dolphins. I did it two weeks in a row, and two weeks in a row I've seen their defense make plays, play after play, and you can tell me all you want, like, oh, it's a one-time thing. But, no, Brian Flores, he is a good coach, man. He's got them ready to play. And Tua looked pretty good last week, mm-hmm. you know. So, I'm going with the Finns this week. Uh, Chargers, they found every which way. They find more ways to lose. How do you find more ways to lose? Jesse, you, you probably could give them some tips fantasy-wise. But, I mean, there's a lot of ways that these dudes have found to lose. So, I'm going with the Finns. Jesse, was that a shot at your fantasy scores? You know, I guess. I mean, it, it, it's a worthwhile shot. You know, I struggle in fantasy, but, uh, you know, it, that's why it's fantasy. Yeah, no. yeah. Gives great analysis on the Eagles, though. Great, <laughs> great. All right, uh, Jesse, who do you got? Uh, I mean, I can go on and on on how impressed I am with Justin Herbert, which I am, but I'll take it a step farther of what Brent was saying. I think Brian Flores, uh, coach of the year, so give me the Dolphins. 
Damn it. You took I my like talking it. point. I you like took it. my talking point, you bastard. I'm definitely saying Brian Flores. Coach Great mind. Yeah, uh, yeah. Coach of the year. That that dude, what he's done, like, last year at this time, we were talking about tanking for Tua. They got Tua. Now we're looking good. So, um, you know, it, it really – I, I you uh, I you can't hate Justin Herbert. He's he's played very well, but uh, the Chargers just don't. They just don't have it. Um, I'm going with the Dolphins as well here. Do you guys remember that uh, the narrative that all of Bill Belichick's descendant coaches were just terrible? Well, Vrabel and Flores, two of the best coaches in the league right now. Um, Yo. There was one game in particular where I remember I was watching, and I remember it was the Miami uh, Dolphins uh, in um, Foxborough against the Patriots last week, uh, last year, and they went in, they won that game, and I remember they shouldn't even like been in contention, but they went in, they upset um, the Patriots. I think it was like it was late in the season too, um, but right then and there, I was like, yeah, this Brian Flores knows how to coach because he was aggressive and like knows how to like get his players to, like to play for him, and I was like, they're really building something. You can see it right now. So, yeah. All right. So uh, let's keep moving here. We've got the Seahawks, who are six and two, going in to play against the Rams, who are five and three. Um, the Rams are favored under two. Uh, Zach, who do you got? I'm taking. I'm taking the Seahawks. This 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 defense is terrible, and I'll let Brent get into that. But this defense is miserable. Um, for them, but uh, their offense is so great, and the Rams, I just can't trust. So, uh, I'm gonna go with Russ and Seahawks. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my time to uh, to Brent. Um, so I'm just gonna make my quick pick here. Uh, we're going. I'm going with the Seahawks as well. Jesse, who do you got? Um, based off home field advantage, I'm gonna take the Rams. Could go either way. Yeah, I really thought it could go either way too. I'm I'm not saying the Seahawks definitely. I'm saying I just want to hear what Brent has to say about Jamal Adams. So I had the Seahawks circled here, but for this talking point, I'm gonna grow a pair of nuts and circle the Rams for this because there's no way I can sit here and rip on their defense this much and then choose them. We all know how great we all know how great Russell Wilson is. We all know that week after week he has to produce. He has to put up 40-plus points, 40-plus points a week. Jamal Adams bailed on the Jets to go to this team, and what are they going to do? They're going to win one one game in the first round, maybe because of Russell Wilson alone. It's not because of their defense. Jamal isn't even playing safety anymore. He's playing like outside linebacker. He's got the most sacks on their team with two. He's barely played this year. Jamal, I hope you're enjoying this. I, I I saw I saw a meme. Heart, man. I saw a meme that said Jamal Adams wears a wristband for every touchdown he gave up. Um, and uh, I've got to say that that it's pretty funny. <laughs> he he might want to switch to you know maybe like like a sticker on the helmet or like a like a slit on the sleeve because he's gonna run out of run out of wrist room with all those touchdowns they're gonna be giving up. Because <laughs> all right. All right, all right, all right. Let's keep moving. Jamal Adams, you got to step it up, big guy, if you're going to get respect on this podcast. Um, all right, so we've got the no 49 I ain't getting no respect, man. we got the 49ers, who are four and five, going into New Orleans, 
The Saints are six and two. The Saints are favored under nine. Brent, let's hear what you got. Um, not too much analysis. We all know the 49ers season is over. I mean, it, it is what it is when injuries hit you like this. They got they they they've contracted the injury bug. So yeah. you know, I'm going Saints. Yeah, Zach's filled in my my pick for Saints, and he is exactly right. Uh, it's it's really not. I, I doubt it's going to be much of a competition this weekend. Uh, Jesse, who do you got? No point in arguing. I mean, they're in the downright. Give me the Saints. Zach? I don't really need to talk about this. Go Saints. Yeah. All right. This is one that shouldn't be as close as it is in my mind. Um, but we've got the Bengals going into the Steel City. Uh, they're playing the Steelers. The Bengals are uh, do 2-5-1, do and one, and the Steelers are 8-0. and oh. Steelers are favored at under 7. Uh, Zach, what do you got? Uh, I think the Steelers are due for a loss. I think the Bengals are ready to serve it to them. I think Joe Burrow is going to go in there and take one from them. I, I think – they played really bad against a really bad Cowboy team. That showed me a lot. Just just means that they played to their competition. And when you play to Joe Burrow's competition, he'll beat you. And he will put it all in the line to beat you. So I think the Bengals go in there. And it will be close. If they do win, it will be close. So go Bengals. All right, Jesse. Um, I'm assuming Big Ben is going to play. Um, I do agree that they are due for a loss, but not this week. Give me the Steelers. All right. Brent, who do you got? So Big Ben sat next to someone on the plane that tested positive. I don't think he himself has necessarily tested positive. So if he tests negative for like five days in a row, I think that we'll let him play. Um, yeah, he should be good to go. But I've been going back and forth, Joe. You're absolutely right, man. This has been one that I really, really, really wanted to pick. You know, the Steelers are due for a loss and the Bengals have been trending in the right direction. But – Joe Mixon's foot is still bothering him. I think he's going to play, but I think it's going to be unlimited reps. As much as I want, as much as I want to choose the Bengals, I'm not going to. I can't shoot, go against the Steelers' defense. No matter as long as Big Ben is playing, I'm going with the Steelers. All right, um, Zach. I have the Steelers circled here, but I'm going to go with the Bengals. Actually, um, I, I kind of want to see. I I've been tossing this back and forth all week. I mean, it's yeah, same. It's really been one of the more difficult ones to pick for me, and I just, I, I'm, I'm believing in Joe. Um, I think that he's got a great receiver core, and I think that he's going to use it. Um, and uh, so, I, I don't think that it's such a big deal that Joe Mixon is hurt. I mean, I know that he's great, but I think that Giovanni Bernard has been carrying his weight. Um, you know, yeah, so he's certainly been doing enough. Uh, so I think if the Bengals defense steps it up this week, I think that the Bengals got it. All right, so let's keep moving here. We've got the Ravens who are six and two going into New England. The Patriots are three and five. Brent, who do you got? The Ravens are favored at under seven, by the way. Uh, Zach already filled it in. Thanks, Zach. Um, going Ravens. Last week, I will say against the Jets, if the if that didn't prove how good of a coach Bill Belichick was and is and will always be. I don't know what else. Well, he's just a master of the game clock and the game plan. And the way the game goes, he's just always one step ahead. So 
That being said, they have no talent. So I'm going Ravens. It was good to see the Ravens uh, actually come from behind and win a game too. Um, as much as I wanted to see the Colts win, it, w- it, was, it was interesting to see because I think the Ravens get a lot of flack in the league because Lamar's not having an MVP season. So Yeah, I, th- I think that that, that storyline could go to bed. I don't care yeah. that he's not having an MVP season. I mean, he's still a great quarterback. So, um, But let's keep moving. Uh, sorry, uh, Jesse, who do you got? Um, I like the Pats to cover, but they, they just don't have the horses. Uh, I'll take the Ravens. All right. Zach? Yeah, I'm also going to take the Ravens. I think um, the defense is – Really good, and the Patriots have just zero weapons on offense. So go Ravens. Cam yeah, could you... hit the broadside of a barn. <laughs> We're the guys who pick the Ravens because I'm going Ravens again here. Um, yeah, it's just I think it's going to be no contest. The Patriots aren't going to; they're going to have a hard time. All right, the game I want to talk about. We've got Monday night. We've got the Vikings who are trending upward big time, but they've got. Kirk Cousins manning their quarterback position who cannot win when the lights are out. We got to let Zach go first. Um, Okay, so the Vikings are three and five. They're favored at under two and a half. At Chicago, the Bears are five and four. Um, Zach, let's hear it. So I've been saying that this entire time that we've been doing this podcast, the Bears – are nothing but a whole bunch of wussies, okay? I'll say it again. They can't win anything when they play a good team. And when they play the Vikings with Dalvin Cook, the Vikings are going to take it to them and they're going to stomp them. Get them. Go Vikings. Hold on. Hold on. You say that they can't beat a good team, yet you rank the Buccaneers up in your top teams. So what is it, Zach? Is it the Buccaneers are good or that the – Bears are bad. Explain yourself. The Me? Buccaneers are learning how to play because they didn't have a preseason, and Tom Brady is um, learning his wide receivers in a pandemic season. And how about you give it some time? Okay, they're going to be just fine. Rebuttal. Okay. Uh, no, no, I don't really have much of a rebuttal here. I think that the Bears' yeah. defense is actually a lot better than Zach has given them credit for. Uh, you know, but what? the team as a whole is terrible. Well, half the team. The offense isn't great. Alan Rob or is it is his first name Alan Robinson? Alan Robinson, yeah. Yeah, he's, it is. He's awesome. 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 That great. is awesome. Really great. Really great. Poor guy. Really great. Poor guy. Yeah. He yeah, needs no, to get out of there. I will say the thing about the Bears, Joe, I agree with you wholeheartedly that their defense is awesome. But I mean, you've played like when you're on the field the Doesn't entire matter. game, drive after drive, and you know. Your offense is going three and out, maybe maybe one first down, like just just can't get anything together. It's demoralizing. Yeah. And over the course of an entire game, especially if you're playing against Dalvin Cook, who gets stronger as long as he stays healthy. Guys, who was saying this last week? When healthy, Dalvin Cook is the best running back in football. Was it you? Agreed. Joe, you're smart, buddy. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Hey, I'm going Vikings. I I can't – I can't – Every time I try, I want to pick the Bears. I imagine Zach yelling at me. So, all right, Jesse, who do you who do you got on this one? Um, I just can't see myself sitting here and picking against Dalvin Cook. Um, until I see him slow down, I'm just gonna ride that perpetual motion 
Give me the Vikings. I actually have this unpicked. Um, be, I mean, honestly, Kirk Cousins' kryptonite is the moon. He cannot play. He doesn't have life. to do anything. He has to exist for two seconds. The snap Joe, and the handle. Joe, Joe, before you but, make a pick. Hold on, hold on. Just, yeah, okay, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Before you make a pick, let me just read you some stats. Dalvin Cook is number one in rushing yards, number one in rushing TDs, number one in rushing yards per game, number one in touchdowns, number one in points scored, number two in yards from scrimmage, number two in yards after contact. So he's not a like <laughs> And he didn't play every I mean, week. And he didn't play every week. Thank you, Zach. He did not play every week. The Vikings right. go with Dalvin. Guys, I'm they just go saying where Dalvin goes. Nick Foles gets his nickname because he plays big on big the tripod. stages. The tripod. He plays, he plays big on mm. big stages. Mm. It's literally the opposite sides of the spectrum. It's Nick Foles, who is unbelievable for some reason. And then Kirk Cousins, who, Brent, you said this earlier about Cam Newton, can't hit the broad side of a barn. It's it's two things fighting against each other. So that's why I'm having such a hard time with this pick. But I'm I'm take I'm I'm gonna succumb to peer pressure. I'm taking the Vikings. I I will say one thing. Okay, two things actually. One, Kirk Cousins, the best play action quarterback. His the best. We've said it. We've said it. Unbelievable is play action technique. Number two, oh. Nick Foles. We've also said it. He's great when he comes in. He can play great for a month, but can he do it over the long span? I don't. I'm, he needs those wings on his helmet. You know, he needs those wings he on needs his the helmet. Wings. He, he needs they a give reason. him superpowers. He, he right. needs a re, He needs to come in, and everyone needs to be completely demoralized of, you know, energy and hope. And he just—that's when he thrives at yep. lowest of the low. Yep. He flew. He flew high with the Eagles, but that C on his helmet now stand, stands for camp. So, um, all right. So we've come to the end of our picks. Uh, now comes to the kind of question and answer. Uh, Jesse, I hit my questions with you a little bit earlier when we were talking about Philadelphia. Uh, Brent or Zach, would you guys like to take the floor on this one? Uh, I have a question, Jesse. So as we all know, the NFC East being the most competitive division in football, you know, so much fantastic play all around. So many dynamic players. It's a, it's, gonna, it's a real race to see who's going to win it. Who, do you think the Eagles got it this year? Um, I mean, it is comp- it is competitive in all the wrong ways. You know, because everyone's bad. But um, uh, yeah, bad or amazing. Uh, you know, it's a fine line. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I I see the Eagles winning the division. I see them winning the division with six wins. Who, I mean, it's who, it's ridiculous. Rivaling them, if you could give me like you know. Uh, in order, if you if projected, um, uh, the Cowboys, um, when Andy Dalton comes back, I think they're going to tighten it up. Um, the Giants, I mean, I kind of like what they're building, what they're building, and Washington's just atrocious. Um, we did lose to them week one, like you know, they look very good. That was that was their Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I mean, it could, it could go, it could go either way. The division's a shit show, but I still like the Eagles to win it. I still sleep well at night because of that win. Um, Zach, do you have any questions for Jesse? Yeah, um, give me your uh, top three quarterbacks in the league and why. Mm. 
Um, now, what are there any parameters with this? Is it just yeah, rookies like, or just all all QBs? Is it no, no. You can it, take who would you want on leading your starting, team right if now? If you're starting a franchise, or, you're starting right a now, franchise. You need a franchise quarterback. Who, you, we, who you is taking? age involved? Is you know what I mean? I'm well, if you're taking to... a, if you're starting a franchise, yes, age is involved. Okay. Okay, so start, right start, starting the franchise, thinking a little more long-term. We'll want to win right now. Um, Patrick Mahomes, you know, he's so young, so good. Um, I wouldn't have – he's not the best this year. The best is Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. He's turning it over a little bit. He's starting to get a little wild, but the points he just puts up is just undeniable. Nasty. Um so my top three right now is probably um, number one, uh, Russell Wilson. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. <sighs> number three. Well, if you're looking at age, you can't go Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I I almost had the nerve to go with Drew Brees, but I don't know. He's but just he, a little old now. I agree. I agree. If you want to win now, you would have to go with Aaron Rodgers. I agree. I think Aaron Rodgers yeah. has a good at least two to three windows where they should, like your window where they absolutely should throw all their chips in to win. Hey, Jesse, um, two of your three quarterbacks uh, are among the highest graded on pro football focus. Aaron Rodgers is grade, grades out at a 93.8, and Russell Wilson grades out at a 93.1. Grades out at what? I couldn't tell you. But pro football focus, so yeah. they probably got some kind of idea of what they're talking about. Sure, Jesse. I also have a follow up question. Um, who is the number one wide receiver? Like, if you were to pick like number one wide receiver and then a number two wide receiver in uh Seattle, who would it be? Oh, in Seattle. <laughs> oh, if yeah, if you were to rank. Who's the number one? Stop, so, so we were saying who's the number one wide receiver and who's the number one, number two wide receiver in the formation? Who's getting the primary target? Not in the formation, just on the team. Who's getting the primary targets? No, no. Who is the who is the number who's, one? Who's who's the number one? Number two. You know, um, I'm old school. You know, I like the hands. I like people that catch the football. Give me Tyler Lockett. Motherfucker. Boom, 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 boom. That's what I'm talking about. To be honest, I thought you were going to come out of left field and give us like a David Moore. (laughs) David Moore. Will Disley. All right. You know what, guys? We're going to have to agree to disagree on this one because I'm not backing down. DK is the number one receiver out there. But, hey, you know what? Agree to disagree, guys. All right, Jesse, I got a question for you. So, you know – Little background for everyone that doesn't know: Jesse's father is a is a Jets fan, mm. lifelong Jets fan. So now, as we all know, you're an Eagles fan. You know, as we were saying. So, what on earth gave you the presence of mind as a young boy <laughs> to to not follow in your father's footsteps and choose the Eagles? Why were you so smart? Um. You know, How did you do this? I'm amazed. I oh. think about I think about this all the time. Sorry. A little bit of luck, you know. Um, my dad, he he was a Jet fan. Um, he came to America in 1969, which was the best time in the history of times to be a Jets fan. So he came over and was like, "All right, looks like you know, it's like I'm a fan of a winning franchise." And then it just went downhill from there. Um, <laughs> 
but he never, I mean, he never pushed it on me. Um, and since he never pushed the Jets, he never pushed Washington either. So I was just kind of a man without a country. And I just remember one of the earlier football games I was watching, you know, prime Donovan McNabb, Brian Dawkins striking dudes. I was just Brian like, Westbrook. Yeah, I was like, I like the squad. The team. How everyone else, how everyone else liked the Redskins at that time, the name the Redskins. I kind of, I kind of uh, enjoy being the villain sometimes too. So I've just, I've, I've been rocking with the Eagles since I was about five or six. Lido Shepard. Bandwagon, but definitely very random. Yeah, dude, they got one of the best helmets in football. I will say that. The the wings are are tight. And, you guys and I do have to say those black uniforms. I see. Oh, I those love underwear. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. So, are we ready to wrap things up? Yeah. Um, uh, actually, real quick, um, top three rookie quarterbacks in order. Go. All right. Um, I wanted to come on here and give a hot take. Kind of hot take that uh, Justin Herbert is better than Joe Burrow, but I can't. I can't do that to you. Um, Joe Burrow, he's doing everything he can with no offensive line, on the run, making plays, and that's not even his style. Um, I mean, Justin Herbert, you could make the argument. Justin Herbert looks like he's been in the league for five years. It's, it doesn't make any sense to me. He looks comfortable. Um, he's got a bazooka his, for an arm. His IQ is off the charts. Um, he's got a better team around him. Um, it could go either way, but I'm still rocking with – Joe Burrow at the top. I just think he can get dubs. I don't know whether to blame the Chargers, but I, I, I like Joe Burrow's uh, competitiveness. Then I go Herbert, and it's not really fair to rank two a third because his body of work is so small. Mm-hmm. He's also been looking good uh, winning football games. So, honestly, it's like one of those situations, like, I, I could let, you know, y'all pick the first two guys and I'll take the third and I'd be pretty happy. Yeah. So it's, it's a pretty impressive uh, rookie quarterback class looking at, uh, you know, the year before when there was so much more hype and I mean, they're just kind of high, but I think all these three guys have a very good future. Yeah, no, they definitely come in ready to go now. Um, I heard a hot take. I don't even remember what show it was on, but they're saying how the NBA, the NFL is kind of morphing into the NBA where guys are ready to go right away. You know, it's more than just running backs. Like, quarterbacks are ready to go right away. So, it's kind of interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. And her and Herbert, remember how much crap people were giving him for um, his demeanor and being, like, calm and collect? They were just like, I don't like this guy. He's too calm and collect. And now, like, yeah, now the narrative is he's so calm under pressure. Whoa, <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. Well, he did look like a Disney Channel star. Um, with his draft pick. If, any, if anybody saw the picture, it looked like, you know, the latest Disney Channel TV show for, like, teens. Yeah. But uh, anyways, um, all right, so are we good on questions, guys? Yeah. Cool, cool. All right, Jesse, thanks for joining us this week. This has actually been a lot of fun. Hey. You know, I yeah, thought that it wasn't. Me. This was great. <laughs> good, It's always good, good, good to have, you know, some deep analysis inside on what's going on in Philly. You know, I, I didn't really, I, I haven't talked to anyone that knew a lot about the, the, the Jalen situation, you know, and what's going on with them. So I'm, I'm that was really interesting to hear about. Yeah, so that was good. Thank you that for that. Good. And uh, we hope to have you on again soon. You know, it was, it was great to get your picks and to kind of get um, your thoughts on how the league's going. Yeah, absolutely. Let me know. Um, if y'all ever get sick of Matt, 
you know, give me a call. I'm already sick of them. He looks a little better. He looks a little bit better. You know, guys, leave a review. Tell us which one was better, and uh, maybe we'll go with them in the future. <laughs> yeah, with See how my record turns out this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We will. We will be announcing um, his record. By the way, we also did take Matt's records down, uh, like picks uh, down this week. So we have uh, those down. So he'll continue. Uh, hopefully, he has, I mean, 12 and 2 went, uh, record last week. Hopefully, he continues it this week. But um, thank you for all the listeners who tune in. Um, don't forget to uh, leave a like and subscribe and rate us five stars. Obviously, we appreciate everything that you guys do us. If you are looking for the Patreon, I think we have made it. Um, actually, I, I don't know any details to it. Um, so Brent? I can actually provide a little bit of detail on this. We actually are in the works, guys. We've started off. We we got the social media stuff. Now we're just kind of getting the doing some of the background stuff and getting ready to launch. And we will be coming on YouTube in the next coming week. So be ready for that. Um, yeah, we got some stuff just be on the lookout for. We'll have more information when the time comes. But yeah, thanks a lot, everybody. All right. Guys, thanks for tuning in to the guys who talk about sports. Have a great weekend.